an idea, a vision. The Hill Academy was started in 2006 to produce the best student-athletes in the world. Today, the legacy of the original 16 students pulses throughout the school. But the world is changing, innovating, and creating, and so are we. So you better give it your all, every day. Empty the tank, or it's the next man up. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of the Next Man Up podcast. Hosted by Current Hill students, Next Man Up is a show that targets the highest levels of achievement, independent thought, leadership, and legacies of various individuals from then and now. Through this podcast, listeners gain a variety of perspectives of student-athletes' paths and what it takes for them to make it to the next level. My name is Dyson Williams, a current postgraduate student and member of the Senior Men's Lacrosse team here at the Hill Academy. Today, we are joined by Hill coach and professional lacrosse player Riley O'Connor. So far, he has had a solid lacrosse career. He attended Georgetown University, where he was a two-time team captain, while capturing two mental cups with the Whippy Warriors Junior A Club. Now, he plays for the Brooklyn Redmen of the Major Series Lacrosse and the New England Black Wolves of the NLL. How are you doing, Riley? Good, good. Excited to be here. It's awesome. And we're glad you uh, were able to come and do this. So, uh, just to start things off, obviously, a newer podcast. Uh, what do you think like having the next man up could do for the Hill? I think podcasting is uh, something that's pretty cool. Um, even with my experience now commuting into the hill every day, which about 40 minutes. Um, I love listening to podcasts in the morning. Um, and again, it's just instead of listening to kind of the same music over and over again, it's, it's nice to kind of either take my mind off something and, and have a little fun, whether it's a podcast like um, Spitting Chicklets or the Bill Simmons podcast, but also um, there's a lot of podcasts out there that I, I actually learn a lot from, and um, I feel like it's a good start to the day, and I'm excited that this can uh, be one of those where it's, again, former student-athletes or or various current pros um, and maybe learning a couple things um, from their daily uh, routine and experience. So I'm pretty excited, especially as a Hill alumni and coach. It'll be uh, something pretty interesting. Yeah, that's awesome. So, uh, like as you were saying, you're obviously a Hill alumni and you're a coach, so you're kind of here on two different uh, eras. Um, what was it like when you were a student at the Hill and you were playing for Coach Brody? It was it was amazing. It's definitely come a long way. Um, our, our program here continues to grow and grow. Um, back when I was here, it was again. It's very. It's always been the same in terms of again the leadership, uh, which starts at the top with, with the Merrills. Um, and the, again, the environment of, of hard work, team first, um, and just the culture here that they've laid down. Um, it's, it's definitely grown and, and gotten better in terms of um, little things from, for example, I used to practice out on the, on the uh, back of a baseball field uh, where now we've got a great turf facility, uh, both indoor and out. Um, just the the way the program has grown and again all that is is credited to the Merrills and also those that are kind of been here before us with the opportunities we get now to play in some pretty prestigious events and and special venues so um again it's it's built off those core values but it's grown and grown which is which is amazing to see and again just for my experience being able to work with my role models and best friends um and then coach kids who are again I kind of see a little bit of myself in them where they're very committed and driven to chase their goals. It really is a dream job for me. Yeah, that's awesome. So obviously you were a proud member of the Hill then and you are now as well. Um, so being a part of the Hill, obviously there are two, two numbers that uh, really stand out for the students and pa- the current students and past students, uh, number 18 and the number 45. So uh, we want to just talk about what those numbers mean to you. 
Yeah, it means it means a lot. Um, when I think of the Hill Academy, I, I think of those numbers. When I think of those numbers, um, it, it means a lot. A lot of its legacy um, and more of the traditions and symbols I think of when I hear those numbers. Obviously, um, Jameson and Evan were, were special kids, and again, very very tough and, and a little emotional um, when it comes up, but. Um, it's, it's a great reminder of even on your worst days, um, think of those numbers or just even the breakdown at the start or end of practice. Um, draw a lot of inspiration and strength from that. And again, I think especially in the lacrosse world where you see at the collegiate level or the pro level, right, just the number 45. And again, even though I'm competing against um, maybe it's a whoever it is a, a Brian Cole or or again um, one of the former Hill alumni were out there battling competing which is again what we what we do and teach here but at the end of the day it's more than a game and um, again those I think of those special memories and relationships and again it all stems to that one eight and four or five yeah I completely agree obviously those numbers uh you see them in the number 45 at the collegiate level, at the professional level. There's all these players that are honoring Jameson to this day and uh, continue to, and the number keeps on growing and growing. So, uh, yeah, and uh, so obviously since uh, you've been here on two different occasions, um, you want to give us your favorite memory while you're a player and then your favorite memory while, you're, while you've been a coach? Yeah, I mean, there's there's been so many, I think. Um, it'd be hard to, to pinpoint a couple, but... Um as a player, it would definitely be probably winning the, it was called the Nolly, the North American Lacrosse Invitational, I think it was. And again, our early days where rivalries were still kind of new and just developing, um, where again, we were lucky enough that the, the championship was at Brother Rice University, a beautiful school in, in Detroit. Um, again, we had a good good regular season um, and then the playoffs came around and we actually uh, played Culver in the championships and um, I think we, we were able to manage a 11-7 victory to be the first ever uh, which, which is pretty special the inaugural um, Nolly champions that, that tournament doesn't exist anymore but um, again our rivalry with that school is, has grown um, and that was it's always special to win and again I just remember it was a sunny day it was a great day and it, it, was, it was special um, to get that win um, as a coach um, th- there's been there's been so many that I was kind of spoiled and maybe didn't really maybe took it for granted a little bit with the first year here I coached here we went undefeated um, and were named the top program in, in North America which which was pretty special um, I also think back to the last two Geico high school championships um, so every year there's probably been one kind of big defining moment, a, a culmination almost of the year. Um, but again, it, it's, it's a real joy to, to work here every day. And, um, again, I'm, I'm grateful for the past, but super excited for the future as well. Obviously, um, what you're saying before Culver and uh, that's kind of a rivalry that defines our program as of right now as w- as well as the past. And uh, since you got to play against them in the, the first Nally Championship and um, last year we got to face them in the, the National Prep Championship as well as the semis of the, the Geico, is it a, does it feel different when you're on the, the sideline compared to playing on the field against them? Because obviously, speaking from personal experience, you always get uh, – jacked up when you get to face Culver because it's just that 
you always get jacked up every single game but for culver it's just a different kind of vibe and uh we we just don't like those guys here so um yeah i mean i think there's a lot of great relationships with with starts with our march break trip down to maryland um and again i i think this program is, is special and it's been established as one of the top um in the world and that's because of the players that have come here beforehand um but yeah, it's definitely a little extra special. I mean, again, I, I really love playing the game of lacrosse still, but coaching is just something different from for me, and um, I still get I still get fired up. I still get very excited. Obviously, um, it all comes down to the players. The players are the ones who lay it on the line and, and execute. Um, but it's it's really fun for me to to still be a part of that um, rivalry um, amongst many other great ones. But um, it, it's it's a f- super fun experience just being around the game and, and playing in some of those prestigious events like you've mentioned um, and, and tournaments. So I'm, I'm thrilled for, for this year as well with, with some things we've got lined up. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And uh, so near, near the end of your career at the Hill as a player, um, you made the decision to attend Georgetown University, University where you uh, played lacrosse and you went on to be a two-time captain. Um, what, uh, what were the reasons, some of the reasons why you decided to attend Georgetown? Uh, Georgetown was, was an amazing experience. It was a great school, perfect mix of um, a solid athletic program with, with Coach Eric there and then um, Coach Warren taking over. I, um, I owe those guys a lot and have to give them a lot of credit for help, obviously helping me as a lacrosse player, but also a man. Um, and again, a special group of, of friends and, and relationships and memories that I've created that I'll never forget. Um, the reasons I, I, I chose Georgetown, I went down with my father, visited the campus, watched the practice, met with the staff, and uh, really fell in love with, with the place. The campus was amazing. Being in, It's pretty special. I kind of talked to Coach Brody about it from time to time, just a guy from, from just outside of Whitby, Ontario, um, being able to... Um, have a have a kind of a four year um, run down in in Washington D.C. is is pretty unique and something again that I would probably would never have been able to if if it wasn't for the game of lacrosse. Um, obviously, Coach Brody going there was was a, and him being kind of my mentor and, and role model was probably one of the biggest reasons why I chose there. But um, the campus, the lacrosse program, the staff, the welcoming teammates, um, kind of all that was was the perfect mix for me and. Um, I'm very grateful and, and, and pretty um, uh, happy just that I, that I made that decision. Yeah, that's awesome. And obviously, um, coming to the Hill, you learn, you learn a lot of life lessons and um, different strategies that you can use um, at the next level. Obviously, the Hill, one of the main um, aspects of the Hill is that it helps student-athletes get to the next level and excel. Um, what were some of the things that you learned at the Hill or you brought to Georgetown that helped you become a two-time captain, helped you be a leader on and off the field? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, again, when I have children or when I look at the kids here at the Hill, um, again, it's pretty it's pretty cool to whatever, see your kid or whatever, score goals and, and have success. Um, but for me, um, and again, I've, I've learned this through the Hill, um, being named two-time captain at Georgetown is probably the greatest experience um, and greatest accomplishment that that I can ever have. Right? It's yeah, it's pretty cool to be named MVP or or this and that. But being a team captain is special. That means 
your teammates trust you that means your coach trusts you um that's the greatest self-accomplishment individual accomplishment that that i think one can ever get um so that that means a lot to me and again i learned those values through the hill for sure um again just being a good person first and foremost being a teammate that's trustworthy that's going to show up every day that's going to work hard um and again that that means a lot i take great pride in that uh, i bet um obviously you were captain at georgetown but that wasn't one of the only places you were captain you were uh captain on a couple of occasions with the whippy warriors junior a club um where you won a couple of minto cups and obviously like i'm I'm lucky enough to play for that the same organization and follow in the footsteps of great players from Whippy, such as yourself. Um, just talk talk to me about your uh, your experiences there and winning the winning the Minto Cup, which is the dream of mm-hmm. junior A lacrosse players. Yeah, so that's the greatest lacrosse experience of my of my career so far was those two years, 2011 and 2013. Um, again, playing alongside my best friends from my hometown team playing the game I love, the sport I love, indoor lacrosse. Um, again, it's special. It's kind of tough to put into words how much that means to me. Um, both were very special, obviously 2011 being the first one. Um, and again, maybe playing a bit of a lesser role, but but still being a part of that and, and doing that out in, in – uh, out in uh, we won that one in Alberta, Okotoks, which was, which was pretty cool, being surrounded by guys – like Mark Matthews, Shane Jackson, John LaFontaine, Adrian Sarchetti, Curtis Knight, Dan Littner, the list goes on. Um, just learning from them and then again kind of using that experience in, in 2013 and kind of having more of a leadership role and, and more of a uh, bigger role, offensive role in the team um, was, was pretty special. And um, to get that done in, in British Columbia out New West, um, was, was something I'll, I'll never ever forget so and then it's cool now to see guys like yourself and and Graydon and Dauber and and guys like that um on the Warriors now where I can live 10 minutes from the rink and pop over and and watch a game and I'll look up and see those banners and just have great pride and, and joy in that and um it, it's a pretty special thing yeah from what I've what I've seen what I've heard and especially from you uh hopefully uh we can get a couple extra banners to mm-hmm. add to your club part. I think they're coming soon. I, I think you, the Warriors are, again, a great team and um, have obviously a great leadership um, with your father coaching and my dad's still involved and, and other guys, but um, it's definitely um, on the right track. Yeah, I, I agree. Big things to come for Whippy. Um, so now talking more about the present right now, 2019. Um, it's your fourth year in the NLL. Um, third year with New England. Um, seems like you've caught some early fire this season. 14 goals, 14 assists in six games. Um, so wh- how do you feel um, like your role is with New England? How do you like being a part of that organization? I, I love I love being a part of New England. I think, again, we've got a great staff um, and surrounded by great teammates, um, some real great leadership, some guys that I lean heavily on um, for advice, for support. Um, we've made some changes this off season, and again, um, got off to a, a rough start where we lost our first game, but then we came back and won the next three. Which, again, when you're when you're winning, it's it's fun, right? You're you're that's what it's all about as a competitor. You want to win. Um, we've lost our last two, so I'm gonna I'm a little grumpy right now with with kind of that, and obviously don't like um, 
the losing part of it but again i really believe in the group we've got we're, we're going to get back on track this weekend um and, and keep going but um not enough good things to say about the the black wolves organization and um i'm, I'm real happy to to have a part um on the team that's awesome so obviously you you enjoy being a part of new england but that's not the only team you play on you played on numerous teams over the years and uh, have had def um, many different lacrosse experiences uh who would be your all-time favorite teammate um i've got i've got so many great teammates um again for me kind of just off the top of my head thinking of guys I, I i think of guys that are um again they might they some of them are skilled some of them aren't as skilled um but they're guys that again that show up every single day and and sacrifice um their kind of egos for the team um do whatever it takes do whatever the coach asks sometimes it's it's being a bit of a um not a bad guy but but hard on guys sometimes it's being supportive um but again they're they're trustworthy trustworthy they're loyal you know what you're going to get from them and um again i've been lucky i won two middle cups uh, again championship teams win because of the guys in the locker room i feel like um so i i think of a guy like john lafontaine who again yeah he's probably one of my best friends but um he'll he'll give me the straight goods if if i'm not delivering if i'm not working hard if i'm got a poor attitude or poor body language he'll he'll kind of um keep me in line and keep me in check and get me going again so um again there's there's multiple there's many but he's just kind of the one i i think of off the top of my head yeah from uh my experiences i i was I had the pleasure of being coached by John LaFontaine in minor lacrosse uh, with Whippy, and um, I'm going to have to agree that he's obviously such a selfless guy and will do anything for a team, and obviously uh, when he coached me, we were probably, like, he started out coaching when we were a bunch of 14-year-olds, and he was uh, in his early, mid-20s, and um, obviously he didn't have to help out and coach us, but uh he just loved it and wanted to and uh, is, uh, just loves giving back to the lacrosse community and doing that. And I think he's um, obviously an amazing player, but the his personality and the, who he really is, is is truly amazing as well. Mm -hmm. um, so something that uh, a lot of people, um, a lot of kids like looking up to professional athletes like to hear about and know just so they can kind of um, match what they do to try to help them get to the next level. Can you go th uh, walk me through uh, a typical game, uh, game day for you, starting with when you wake up? Funny, there's a lot of things we kind of joke about here at the Hill where it's, it's simple stuff that, that um, we kind of preach every single day. Um, but it's, it's what I focus on most in terms of my game day routine with, again, starts with a proper sleep and, again, trying to get – get to bed in single digits the night before a game, try to get to bed before 10, um, drinking a lot of water. Um, so when I wake up, I'll, I'll hop in the shower, um, get a quick breakfast in me, um, again, trying to eat the right things. And again, I'm not an expert, but um, try to educate myself on the right things to eat. So I'm, I'm ready to go. We'll do a shoot around um, where it's, again, I, I, the main thing there for me is, is feeling good about about my stick um, and my shot um, kind of get the leg and the body loose but more so get my stick dialed in at the morning shoot around um, make sure kind of our teams on the same page with make sure we're dialed in we're organized in terms of our sets or set plays or 
things like that. Um, after that, I'll I'll get a lunch in. Uh, try to get a big lunch, so um, maybe a big salad or, or chicken and, and vegetables. Um, again, drinking a lot of water, being conscious of that. I'll come back to the hotel. Um, I'll throw on uh, throw on my Normatec boots. Try to get the legs loose even more. Um, again, maybe a little bit of reading if I if I'm a little awake uh, and to try to put me to bed and take a take a nap. Um, usually no more than an hour. Uh, quick power nap. Wake up um, and then I'll go get kind of probably another small salad um, before the game. Um, throw on some music. Get myself kind of pumped up. Get myself going. Jump in the shower, throw the suit on, and, and head down to the arena. I like to get there pretty early, usually two and a half, three hours early. Again, to get the stick going again, to stretch out, roll out, um, and just get mentally prepared for the game. Um, any last-minute things that need to kind of go over, check those off um, so that I'm feeling prepared and, and confident for the game. So that's kind of my, my game day, I guess, uh, routine in a nutshell. Yeah, thank you for that. That's obviously something that... Um people who aspire to become professional lacrosse player can look at and kind of um, match what you do to obviously you you follow and you do the right things and you try to do um, as best you can to be prepared for a game so uh, yeah thank you for that um, now I'd like to thank our partners at New Balance prov for providing us with the best shoes in the game footwear that fits comfortably in both your da daily life and the inclement weather involved in sport we at the Hill Academy are lucky to be partnered with the best footwear in the game now it's time for our favorite segment where we end things off with a variety of random questions to leave our guests on the edge of their seats. You ready, Riley? Next question. All right. What's your favorite color? Um, I'll say red. Uh, what's your favorite band or singer? Um, I like Calvin Harris. Wow. <laughs> uh, what's the last book you read? That, that's not a band, is it? Uh, last book I read, it was, uh, it's called Life, Life, Life as Sport. Uh, summer or winter? Summer. Uh, friends or The Office? The Office, 100%. Michael Scott. Uh, Jordan or LeBron? Uh, I like both, but I'm a LeBron guy. Uh, Twitter or Instagram? Instagram. Rap or country? Um, I'll say neither. Wow. What is it then? Yeah. Um, I'm a big, I'm again, I'm a podcast guy. That's why I'm excited for this. I'm more of a, I'm pretty easy. I'm the top hits guy. Whatever's on the radio, whatever's good. Um, now, if you had $1 million, how would you spend it? That's a good question. Um, I don't know. Um, personal chef, maybe. A nice house. Um, obviously, take care of my parents. That would be first and foremost. Um, but uh, have some fun with the share, of, share with family and friends, I'll say. Um, questionable answers, but uh, I'll take it. Um, yeah, so I'd like to thank you for coming out in this episode of Next Man Up. And uh, obviously, you're... Uh, very credible lacrosse player and the and uh, coach and uh, I'm very thankful. I can speak on behalf of our team and all the all the students at the Hill. We're very thankful that you are a part of this organization. You get to lead us and uh, yeah. So thank you for coming out. And no worries. I'm I'm excited to see the the growth of this. I know you guys are putting a lot of work in. Um, I'm excited to see this thing grow and. Um, I'll definitely be subscribing. You've got a listener in me, so I'm excited to see you guys take this thing off, and it's, it's a great idea, and happy I could uh, be a guest. Awesome. All right, thank you. We'd like to thank our sponsors at New Balance and Warrior for outfitting our lacrosse program from head to toe, along with our sponsors at Bauer for producing the best gear in the game. Again, 
Thanks for listening and tune in next Monday morning for our weekly podcast. We'll hit you with our Hill Academy send-off. 1845 Hill Pride E.